Happy Friday to all your folks out there. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having a swell day, whatever you're doing. You're probably just waking up. Tweet, 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 tweet. What's that? The birds in the morning. Mm, beautiful. That's the drilling outside your house. Is that what you're doing, Sophie's ear in the morning to or wake her up naturally? I wake up with natural light now. All right, hero. Thank you. <laughs> what, you just keep the curtains open? Don't have curtains. What's up? Natural living, baby. What? I've also, mate, my... my That's because you haven't been bothered to put the... Jay, look, <laughs> you, I am an environmentalist. I don't what have... Does... Well, not many of the lights work in my apartment. Sorry, saving it's your energy. leaves. It's your leaves from the... My, my flat has actually become a jungle. I've also now got an air filter in there. So oh, yeah, I've got you told me about clean, clean air. Mm. I've got the biggest house plant you've ever seen. It's fucking massive. How big are we talking? Like... The height of the studio almost. Can you is. take a photo of it and put it on your social media? No. she. Her name's Susan. She doesn't like to be photographed. <laughs> she oh, doesn't wear any clothes. She's she, naked. Mm, she is naked, essentially. No, go on to Alex's Instagram. He's going to put it on his story. Come on. I'll put it up, yeah. I've just repotted her this morning, actually. What? That sounds so sexy. Yeah, it was. It How was, was repotting? Was she nervous? It, I did it in my pants. Did you? <laughs> there was mud going everywhere. What did she say to you? She said, oh, Yeah. That's what she said. She, she said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know there's this thing which is called, <clears throat> um, it is called, I'm going to read it to you, read to new. <laughs> it is called, oh, I can't find out what it's called. Oh, biophilia. Biophilia, when you, when in hospital, when you um, are looking out of a window next to nature, you typically heal faster. Nature is. How uh, amazing is that? Nature is a great healer. That's an incredible thing. We need to embrace it. And that's why... You keep saying, we all embrace it. I went to a cabin in the woods and you thought it was some sort of seedy... I was murdering people. What did you do in the cabin? Well, I murdered a few people. There you go, exactly. You went to a cabin in the woods. Yes, it was fantastic. Did you invite me? No. Jay, bringing you to something like that... What's wrong with it? You'd ruin it. Why would I ruin it? You'd talk about money... You'd, you'd, look at, you'd look at the woods and you go, oh, nice sky rise would go there, like nice, like big... Um, I'm not even in property. Well, I know, this is this is the problem with you. You've got <laughs> ideas of grand... What's it? Grandeur. Delusion, illusions, delusions of grandeur. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Uh, you basically, think, uh, you're you just, think you're, I would go to the woods and I think, oh, a lovely sky rise would go here. Yeah, knock them down. Cut uh, those trees down. I would not think You're like that. Lord Saruman. Lord, I would not Lord do Lord of the Rings. I would not do that ever. I would never do that. You hate nature. Okay, You're well. You're a bretter. No, <laughs> I, I love nature. I have plants all over my house. You love nature as like a chat-up line for women. That's I'm it. married. Getting it. Yeah, that. I know. That's why it's even worse. Do you know what? You started this podcast off negatively. No. There you have it. Just attack, attack. So the listener's going to go, cool, he's a bit attacky today. Well, someone needs to do it. A bit attacky. Knock you down a peg. What, why? Because I don't want to build it. Because I want to build a sky rise. Yes. And the, yeah, <laughs> we've, we've got enough. You're like, oh, I'll tell you what. Airport. Terminal six. <laughs> Chuck it in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're having a lovely Friday. Um, we have the glorious Roman Kemp on we the podcast, do. a friend of ours. Roman is uh, Capital Radio's breakfast presenter. He's done it for the past few years. He is son of Martin Kemp, Spandell Ballet. Spandell. <laughs> Span- the Spandell Ballet. <laughs> Spand. Spandau, Spandau, Spandil, Spandau, Spandau Ballet. That's what I said. Spandau Ballet. Gold. Always believe in you. His godfather um, is and was George Michael. Mm. Um, he's an incredible guy, a huge um, promoter and 
activist towards talking about your mental health. He had an incredible documentary on BBC, which is called The Silent Emergency, which is all about his best friend um, mm. who sadly took his own life. Roman speaks openly about his own struggles. We have a big chat about it. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. It's really incredible. Roman, thank you so much for coming on. Um, of course, go and check out our Patreon page. It's in the link tree in our bio. It's ad-free and loads of content. Hopefully you enjoy that. Um, and hopefully you enjoy today's episode. Alex, you ready for it? Mm. Yeah, he taught us how to make people cry, which I have been using. That's exactly it. All right, everybody, enjoy the episode with Roman Kemp. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts, where nothing is off limits. Nothing, Roman. Nothing. <laughs> Holy shit, nothing, man. <laughs> I like that. No, but I like it, though, because I think I am in a job where I am very much limited as to what I can and can't say at that certain time in the morning. So therefore, it's quite nice to just relax a little bit. Have you ever slipped up? All the time. All the time. I think the best part about doing radio is that it's live. I think that's why I love what I do. Because once I've done it, I've done it. Yeah. Then and you can't then change anything. swearing. As soon as you start, you're like, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that's why, like, we have a system. So, like, basically what happens is when you listen to the radio, like, I'll specifically set for our show, you put it in a 10-second delay. So what happens is that at the beginning of the show, it slows down. So you can bit. change it quickly if something... So, yeah. So if I've said something, you press one button, it, like, dumps the show and, like, just skips it forward 10 seconds. So basically, so- if you're... Sorry, wait. It's like an emergency yeah. button. That you- no yeah. way. It's an emergency it goes button. to, like, elevator music. Well, what it does is it, it... So at the beginning of the show, you'll hear, like... So if you ever tune into the show, the first song you'll hear, you'll kind of hear it and you'll go... Oh, this song feels a little bit slower than what I normally hear it at. Oh, right. Like a little bit. What it's doing is it's putting it back 10 seconds. So it's putting the show back 10 seconds. That is mad. Yeah. And then like throughout the show, if someone comes on, like if you get a call, sometimes, you know, you get callers live in the morning, all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, some radio DJs, they like to record stuff and I, I, I like doing it live. So you have a caller on and if they go rogue and just swear, like we've had it loads of times, you know, like someone, we've got someone in an argument about taking stuff out of other people's fridge and this guy got really heated on the Fair phone. Enough. He's like, my fucking fridge, like screaming <laughs> it, right? <laughs> so screaming good. it on the radio. So all of a sudden I'm just like, oh shit. So then I press this button. <laughs> press the panic button. Yeah, I press the button and what the button does is it kills that delay and just brings it to where I am right now. So everyone else will never hear that bit. They'll hear 10 seconds in the future. Of course, if he kept swearing yeah. for 10 seconds. That fucking bridge. Yeah, yeah, if he kept doing it for 10 seconds, it would catch up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah so it's... Do you, uh, do you have that 10 second break where you go, buddy, listen, you can't swear. Because yeah. it's like, so I'm pressing this button right now. Yeah. And it's going to come straight to me. So yeah. three, two, one, boom. Okay. Yeah, that's hey, everyone. it. I'm, I'm going to call in now, now knowing that if I keep saying, you're going to run out of time. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, that is Swear it. for like nine seconds until you can quit. Like, who could do it? We, we did, so, you may not remember this. You, you did something with me maybe uh, years ago. And it's the first time that we met. And you had just been offered the capital breakfast show. And I was, I was with her and I was like this reality guy and doing the things. And, and I was like, so what are you up to? And he was like, oh, I just got kind of a big gig coming up. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? And you were like, it's been given the breakfast show on capital. Capital, and, yeah. and in my body, I was like, was this, was this when you were trying <laughs> to break? Pretty sick. Do you remember no, you had your I was trying to break radio. I had heat radio. Yeah, like, I, and then I got, I got fired from it. I got. Why did you get fired? <laughs> I don't know. 
What, because of this? Or because of what you said? Fucking... I think both. He's not very, he's not very relatable. That's I got it. paid something like 200 quid ago, which I think is quite yeah. a lot in like sort yeah. of small, I think it was quite a lot. So every, yeah. I do it once a week, it's 200 quid. So it's quite, you know, it was pretty nice. And um, what happened was, is that I don't think I pulled in listeners. I don't think I was very good because it wasn't live. Yeah. And I didn't command the destiny. So they were just basically right. paying, I don't know how many listeners got, but radio coaches you on so you can yeah. now go for any dinner party and i reckon if you know if you're up for it you can sit next to anyone and they go shit thank god i got roman because i know you're he, you're gonna talk do you watch curb your enthusiasm yeah yeah i know so yeah. it's like a middle <laughs> I, can, I can middle a dinner table like whoever sits in the middle <laughs> you have that, to, explain that the like if, if you sit in the middle of a dinner table you're kind of expected to be able to direct the conversation left and right <laughs> and not just shut it off on one side so a lot of people do put me in that middle because i'll do that but, but do you feel a pressure to do it as well do you feel no, because like, i talk shit for a living you know, a lot of the time it's, you know, you got to think like as a presenter, you know, you guys are doing it now. Like as a, as a presenter, it's your job to kind of make the, the other person look good or, or like kind of put them up on a pedestal. That's kind of what you have to do. It's a great thing because one, it kind of brings you down a peg constantly because the guest is always bigger than you. Yes. And two, it teaches you how to allow people how to speak. Yeah, but the problem is I get it where... Uh, I'm so used to talking that I then start talking over people. So like, someone say something, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I start just like <laughs> talking over everyone the whole time. And I imagine for you, do you find it hard to be interviewed because you're interviewing people all the time? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I, I, I see I see a lot of, like, what I really like is is a lot of people sometimes use the same techniques. And, and I, <laughs> What are the techniques? Like I did a podcast recently, uh, you know, it, it was lovely guy. Um, I, I'm sure. Who I'm was sure it? he Who was, was using. It? I'm sure he well, was you using. You think he'd technique. be like watching your stuff before you're like, hang on. No, right. no. I'm just sure it was a technique because 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 I I use it and I know it right. And he's a really nice guy. I did um, uh, Stephen Bartlett, the diary oh, of CEO. Oh yeah, 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 right? yeah. So so that one, and I had a lovely chat with him. As I say, he's a good guy, and. As I'm chatting to him, like he was asking me some, you know, pretty, pretty hard hitting questions, you know, about quite deep subjects. Yeah. And he was doing the thing that I do, which is just look and don't reply. <laughs> and, 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 and what it does is it forces the person to keep, to, talking, to keep yeah. talking. And, and then, and then it gets into quite a tense state. Your, your adrenaline starts going a little bit higher. You start becoming a little bit more nervous and that's when tears come. <laughs> Right? It's, oh no, did you get emotional? No, I didn't because I was like, you prick. <laughs> You're doing the crying. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in his head, he was going, you better fucking cry. Yeah. <laughs> you better fucking cry. But like, but, but fair play. Like, you know, I I, I do that sometimes. And, and <laughs> so, what, right? so let's let's practice and say, you're yeah. sick. So you do. So you ask me a question, you just sit there. Yeah. So <laughs> you feel like you've finished your answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when you feel so it's like, yeah. And then, you know, and then like, what's your relationship like with your mother yeah what's your relationship like with your mother yeah no I, I think it's really good and I go <laughs> I can already see I would say yeah I would say I would say I would say I go well that's it yeah <laughs> and, it, and, 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 and then, then, then you'll go and it's really awkward. It's really awkward. But 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 you literally like <laughs> it's awkward, but it makes you kind of go hot and bothered and, and like you have that so much confidence to yeah. do that. A lot of I people do that. it. As a true Although, pro, you were just giving it back to him. You're like, okay, let's see if I can break oh, him. Man. No, but the thing <laughs> he is, he starts crying. <laughs> uh, you, I, you get it so many times. I get so many times where you know, especially with actors. Actors are so difficult and like yeah, they are hard. They uh, are hard. And man, like one because they, they don't like speaking about themselves like that's the whole they, they spend their lives pretending to be other people they don't know who they are 
Like, yeah. so when you ask them a question about themselves, they're like, I don't fucking know who that guy is. <laughs> you know, but, but psychologically, uh, Robert De Niro said this, psychologically he has real big issues because he's played so many characters. Yeah. He almost forgets who he is. So <sighs> that's why he's very close. Mate, but uh, it's all of them have techniques. And it's like, and, and it, all of a sudden it becomes a game of chess. Where you're like, it sounds you fucking prick. stressful. Where it's like, you yeah. prick. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, checkmate. Like, I, I know what you. you're trying to do. No, I swear to you. Like, like I swear to you. Like, like Robert Downey Jr. Very like lovely guy. Legend. Like all this type of thing. Every time I've interviewed him, I know exactly what he's doing. He's he is he is literally picking up on one tiny tiny question, like a really rubbish question. Will trail off as much as he can, just co- trying to compliment me as much as possible throughout that trail, and then oh, time's up. Okay, bye. <laughs> Just to waste your time. And you're, and you're are, you sure, just, are you sure this isn't just you? Because it sounds no. like he's being very complimentary. No, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Someone's yeah, yeah, being, yeah. I love yeah. your show. You <laughs> asshole. Yeah, yeah. Robert you Downey crap. Jr. came and he said how great I was. Nah. And such a, I tell you a funny one, though. <laughs> That's we, so good. Robert Downey Jr. actually, like, he's sent, one of my favorite, man. I, I, but, dude, he's he sent their, their, their team. I'll call them out on this guy. I think it's oh, fucking wait, stupid. I can't no, because I think this is fucking yeah, stupid, yeah. right? <laughs> like, I do. And I'm sorry. I respect him as an actor. I think he's fantastic. I think he's wicked, right? But. I've never in my life had someone send over a specific temperature that the room has to be at Come when on. he walks in. You're lying. On my life. We know <laughs> we'd be fucked in here. He was, so no, he, on my life. He, he was like, who's interviewed today? Like, um, Roman Kelly was like, tell him that I want I, that's, what, that's what I was like. Is he fucking with me? You almost become a master at, um, at people's psyches, right? You can straight away, you, you're probably the same, you can probably notice now when people walk into a room, how they hold themselves, what their first words are, what they're saying, what they're gonna be like. Cause you- I mean, I'm not Dr. <laughs> yeah, David, I don't know, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you would though, you would understand people so well, which is almost like a dangerous thing because I think then actually our own insecurities come to the surface, right? Because you then start thinking about, okay, you're, you're almost, your head is so loud that you're thinking about what they're thinking about all the time because you're so conscious about making them feel comfortable. I think that's only come about through insecurities of my own. I think that only, being able to do that and trying to read someone as quickly as possible, the only reason I've done that is because from when I went to school as a kid, I had to work out, does this kid really like me or does he just want, to, is his parents told him, you've got to make friends with me to go meet my dad? Oh God! Oh, yeah. Has that happened? It's been instilled from like an <laughs> Shit, early age. You had that from that early age. Yeah, for sure, man. What? Like, That's like there was mad. So, so many parents being like, "Oh, go make friends with the Kemps." Wait, who, who's, who's your dad? <laughs> yeah, that's what, sometimes I don't know. Yes. Sometimes I don't know. But like, do you know what, do you know what I mean? Can like, we just give a good shout out to your dad? He's yeah. one of the funniest things. So, so he did uh, Murder Successful. I did it. Yeah. He did an episode of Murder Successful, which is to anyone who doesn't know, it's basically where uh, a celebrity comes in and they have to become a police officer of the day and solve a crime. Tom Davis, yeah. Oh, but Tom Davis, exactly genius. He plays is that the DIC. super tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Funny. Your dad's one. Like, I, I, I did it as well. But your dad's one was the most genius thing in the world. And halfway through, because you, you have to play. An alias right you have to yeah. play it, and I can't remember what his was but he kept forgetting his name yeah. and Tom Davis turned and went who are you and he went I don't know <laughs> he was like you're Martin Kemp <laughs> he's like oh yeah <laughs> I don't know who I am <laughs> <laughs> it was so good but I, I think that listen I, I also you had that from an early age where you thought that people were trying to be mates with you because of your who your parents were yeah, that's but, it's mad dude. But, but that's just facts like, like you know, that's normal. Yeah, but that's a that's a that's a conscious thing from such an early age to deal with. It's a conscious thing for sure. But like at the same time, it's like I'm not stupid. Like, do you yeah. know, and like, like, like uh, I'm not stupid in thinking. And I always say this. Like when people say to me, like, "Oh, do you never worry that people like look at what you do now?" And they're like, "Oh, well, it's just because of his dad." 
It's like, no, not at all. Because I look at stuff sometimes and I think that, you know, I, I, and I've used this example before. Like if I see, for instance, if I saw one of the Ramsey kids all of a sudden doing uh, a cooking thing, I'd go, oh, it's because of, of their dad. Uh, my brain naturally will yeah. say that if yeah, I see Brooklyn Beckham doing a photography course, I don't think, oh, he might be amazing. He's now a cook. He's now a cook. But like I say, he's I don't. Cook, but I don't say, oh, he, he's probably a really good cook. <laughs> I say, well, his dad's probably helped him out because that's just how society <laughs> yeah. has made us think. Yeah, you know, yeah. Brooklyn it's natural. Beckham. Mitt <laughs> was DJing in like some club, and Brooklyn Beckham goes up and goes, "Play some good music, mate," and and <laughs> then just walked off. I was like. Sick, no, I think he was trying what to. What were you sh- playing? He was trying to shag Lottie. Yeah, was he really? Like what were you playing? Fuck knows. Can't remember. Oh he wasn't God. into it. Oh no. Yeah. Well, he's going to become a DJ next. So. <laughs> oh yeah. As soon as cooking works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's that's an. Uh, it's also an unfair assumption on you, Remember, because I feel I, I get it all the time. So you know, because I did Made in Chelsea, people assume that I'm this rich kid, right? That's yeah, living yeah. all these billions. And so when I started my sweet company, people just go, "Well, he's just done that because he's got the money to do it." Yeah. Nothing. Same with you for your job you know that you've grafted to get there yeah and and it's and i it took me a while it didn't really but it took me a little bit of a while to kind of stop caring to say to people no i, I started this and sometimes yeah, i yeah, still yeah. do defend myself do you still feel like you no. have to, you don't you're, you're 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 way better than me then All right. no i i, I like what's, what's the, the point, point? Yeah. what's the point I like, like I, I genuinely like like uh, you know it, it's again it, it's having that understanding and of what's worth it what's not worth it and that's why i only i only have a, such a small friend group as well and the friends that i do have i've had since i was six so i have a um i have i basically went to i went to a uh few like primary school then a prep school then i went to another school right and my second school which was a school called radley and i made some really great friends there but i didn't connect with them i, I didn't connect with them after i went to university then started in chelsea and stuff like that and still to this day i like have dreams about having not like seen them and i'm like oh god because I, I actually like miss them right like because i yeah. they're still friends and stuff like that and i saw on weirdly Haley bieber's instagram today which she said the top five regrets of dying when people die what do they regret um one is i wish i had the courage to live a true life to myself not the life others expected of me that's one thing um i wish i hadn't worked so hard that's another one um i wish i had the courage to express my feelings um i wish that i had let myself be happier and the last one is the most important one. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Question, how did they verify this? <laughs> I did. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. (laughs) 
I've said this before. The Daily Show, they did a happiness test, right, for over, it was like 100 years. And the, what they realized at the end of the test is it wasn't fame, success, things like that. It was people who had the most meaningful connections with friends and family. Yeah. And I swear to God, having friendships since you were that early age is such a key thing to Oh, my have. God, it's amazing. Like, like I, I don't have I don't have a, a brother. Like, I have an older sister, but I, I genuinely feel like I do have brothers because it, it's that level of friendship where it's very, like, you know, and, and it's rare, like... To, it's really rare that. yeah because uh, only you splinter off right yeah and it's hard it's hard the guys that i know that are doing all right in our industry are the ones that have those mates from back then the the you know before all of that you know like like uh, you know hanging out with like you know your, your Noel horns or stuff like that those the guys that are hanging out with him are all his cousins they're his you know his mates from like school 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 and and that they keep that those people grounded and that, that's what you can see you know it's when you start to worry when you see people who are like you know moving to la and like trying to find these new friends and all those types of things they're the ones that you're like oh, shit you need it's not who's there to bring you down and remind you where you came from you but then how did how did you guys keep grounded grounded in a sense because you have your your dad is super famous your young kid uh you know all this kind of stuff and how do you stay grounded at that point well i think so my dad um my dad obviously in the eighties was obviously doing Spandau Ballet and all those types of things. And you know, my mum was doing Wham and Pepsi and Shirley. And isn't that mad dude? That they're like, isn't it? Dude, if you look back I think at I'm the, I think I'm, I think I'm the only kid whose both parents performed at Live Aid. Fucking hell, yeah. that's so She's mad. Like, like thinking nuts. about it, Matt is mad. Like, you know, it's mad. It's crazy. And then I think, but they, so they, they you know, they were, height of stardom you know my dad's moved to LA and all this type of stuff they've had me you know and then I got to about four and then my dad um had uh two brain tumors like massive brain tumors he had the first one and um it was on the outside of his outside of his brain and uh that took about two to three years to get rid of and then when they were about to give him the all clear they realized oh fuck there's a huge one growing from the inside of your brain um and at the time they didn't have any surgery for it all this stuff so he, had, he spent basically a year thinking okay that's it he's gonna die oh my God. so so he he wrote a, he wrote a book for for me and my sister about about his life and all this type of stuff uh, and used through all of that obviously being out in america and etc you have to pay for your healthcare. my mum and dad lost all their money like all of it and uh and and i think from that it kind of it gave them this new perspective perspective of life which is really odd like you know my dad refused ever since then to become a victim of the world like do you know what i mean like one of those people that looks back and like i've been hard done by because of this you know and really look at what is the most meaningful thing because within a second it can constantly be taken away from you and that is the thing that my parents constantly said to me was that like honestly it can go tomorrow did you leave it losing any motor skills or anything like that yeah well i mean you know you should get him on here he'll tell you, yeah, tell you about no, it no, I for <laughs> but, sure. but he he um he i know that when when he first um when he first was like in recovery um and definitely as a kid like i remember like growing up in our house and he didn't have any hair and those types of things right but he had to teach himself how to talk again how to walk again all these types of things like and you imagine like at the time he's just done the craze like he's like this like good looking dude like big actor like you know musician gonna get all these things and then bam like everything gone like, I'm all. I'm all thinking about how old are you at the time? Uh, so it start probably started when I was like two, and then ran till I was like six. Because you, 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 and then my sister was like eight. Yeah, conscious time, right? Yeah, like yeah. You, and and that. 
I, but my mum did so well because to be fair like I never want I knew he was sick sometimes like I knew like he would go to hospital and like as I say he's got his shaved head and all this type of stuff uh, I remember him writing his book but never did uh, my mum did a good job of being able to keep that away from us my mum always describes it really well because it's one of those things that I look back and I go you know, you know, I read about stories or I hear about my mates' families like going through similar types of situations. And I'm like, fuck, like I can't even imagine like what that must be like, like, you know, going through something like that. Or like if someone has cancer or, or anything. Mm. And then I'm like, shit, my parents went through that. Yeah. Uh, you know, like whilst I was alive. And then I, you know, I say to my mom, like, what was that like? And she was like, to be honest, she was, I said to her, I was like, did you like prepare for like yeah, if he died or anything like that? that? And she was like, no. She was like, the only way I can describe it is that when you're drowning, you're not thinking about being dead. You're just constantly treading water and you're just constantly trying to push to the top. Because, I mean, we said this before, but Mitt's mum passed away. From she, she had a, a brain tumor. So that's that's why I that. asked yeah. um, about Because yeah. uh, unfortunately where hers was, they just couldn't, couldn't do anything. And, oh, and, right. Mitt, and Mitt said the same thing, which you're saying, which is so interesting. He, he, like, I haven't experienced that, right? I've only experienced one like mm. health scare with my family and it was terrifying. Mm. But so I can't imagine. And, and you suddenly realize that you guys have is mm. you realize what is meaningful. Life. Oh, it's yeah. it's the ulti yeah. ultimate life check. Yeah. It like stripped away so much bullshit in my life. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I actually saw like proper clarity again. It's, it's it, you know, mate, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, it, and it is that thing of like, you know, you, you realize... I, and I know how lucky I am. You know, I, I meet a lot of, you know, young guys and girls who, who lost their parents or parents that have lost kids to it. But I think right, that's probably why with you, why you realise why friendship was so important from an early age and like, yeah. keeping hold of those different things and having that great kind of sort of... Um, like mental sort of sort of structure, right? That you just knew what is important. And kids yeah. don't really know what's important, right? You kind of go, okay, a, a truck is, and then you go, okay, girls, this and that, whatever it is. Yeah. But you were just like, no, this is what's important. Family, friends, things like that. And yeah. everything else kind of fits in. 100%. And, look, uh, uh, and again, like uh, people ask me about it and I I know for sure, like my family, uh, we, we view uh, the fame thing as uh, a negative which is odd thing to say because it leads to so many amazing opportunities and, and that is incredible and I, and I love that but there it is a unfortunately there are pros and cons to what we do and a con is is that someone will come up to you and recognize you and you know maybe say something bad to you or, or whatever mm. but that's only because I think I was lucky enough to to grow up with you know a figure in my life specifically like of someone like George Michael who was my godfather growing up right and so it's like my it's like an uncle right he's running over the house all the time like that stuff like that can we just say that's just it's <laughs> nice I love George Michael <laughs> just quickly oh, can nuts. we just can we just quickly I, I, I'm, yeah. we're all sitting here and just going yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no but it's yeah. nuts I know it's <laughs> no, no I know dude I know. your godfather was George Michael I that's know. so sick it's but, so sick but that's what I'm saying it, it's, it, it's crazy but but what did what, you see the whole like you, yeah. you must have seen everything right but that's what I'm saying but, but what you realise is that fuck, when you get that big it's really lonely like and it's and it's like it's really like you know, you you have a lot more struggles than you do, like like mentally, like like with with what is reality and what is, you know, who are your friends and those types of things. That's why George had such a connection with with my mum because they'd been friends since they were like eight years old. We we, we had this uh, we had uh, um, Richard Osman on the podcast, and I don't th I think he said it on the podcast, but I'm sure I can repeat it. 
uh, they he he worked at Endemol. He did like he basically did loads of formats for TV shows and stuff like that. And one of the I think it was the show it was Deal or No Deal or something along those lines. And uh, on the show, do you know this story? Okay, you know this. I didn't. Okay, well you tell it better than me because I'm fractured. It. You go. Uh, go. So so. <laughs> The thing with George is that what you have to know is that, like, again, people would have thought he had this like very jet-setting lifestyle. It wasn't really that. It was sat in front of TV watching shows like Deal or No Deal. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, if the story that you're talking about with with Richard Osman is, is yeah, the one so, I'm so the, of, yeah, the the, the he money. He watched yeah. someone. He watched someone lose uh, quite a lot of money and felt so bad that he. Uh, Found that guy and paid him the money. Yeah, but, but, and, and, yeah, but also, Richard Osman said is that he didn't he didn't want anyone to know that it no. was him either. No, that is as selfless as you. Yeah, but get. It, but there's, there's 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 a lot of things like that. You know, yeah. I, I know I know I know that there's a lot of people out there that, that do a similar thing. You know, and, and there's a lot of artists that that do do that. And and you know, they're good people. You know, that's why. I don't know. It, it's but again, it's it's just that obvious realization of when you reach that bit you know and that's why whenever i see young artists and they come into the studio and they're like you know they've got an attitude or this type of thing and all they want you can tell someone when all they want is fame like that there's a difference between wanting to be successful in this industry and a difference between wanting to just be as famous as you can be do you know what i mean does it come in hand in hand though sometimes it does come in hand in hand of do you know what i mean because I, I like the reason why i definitely did a reality show when i was 20 years old because i thought oh, being famous would be quite cool yeah like i like, I what for sure oh i thought that i was going to market something like yeah, you, but know. you didn't know you, i didn't, you didn't know it was know. the unknown right it was the yeah, unknown yeah you yeah. didn't know and like yeah of course like that's but that's the that's the that is what i would say is is i'm so grateful that i was able to see that beforehand yes. because i know it's that nonsense as well it's yeah. it's nonsense it's rubbish it's absolute rubbish yeah like it's 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 such rubbish and and you know, that's why I just think that having grown up being the other side of the camera, where if I go into when I was a kid, you got to think since I've ever known going into a restaurant with my parents or anything like that, you know it. Both of you will know it when you walk in somewhere. You notice people looking at you. Yeah. You know, you know exactly who's just recognised you. But when do you become conscious of that as a kid? When do you suddenly start? I going, see it more. Like you, when when you're yeah. with someone, I, I remember as a kid being like, "Dad, that person's looking at you. That person's looking at you. That person." He's like, "I oh, know. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it." And it's just like, just leave but it. do you know what I mean? Like, like you know. So as a kid, so so I was fortunate enough. But was so it then, exciting for you? Because it's yeah, I, yeah. I, I, of course I, it was, right? When I, when I was when I was younger, for sure, man. Yeah. Like like I, I he always says this really funny story. I, we had like a um like a not a careers day but i get the fire truck came to the school like to to show like the firefighters came in and were like this is you know this is the equipment we use like this a is... show and tell day yeah <laughs> kind of right and uh and then apparently the the firefighter he's, he's like and this is the you know this is the truck this is the engine this is the horn apparently at the end of it i just stood up and at the time my dad was uh steve owen in eastenders <laughs> right and uh and apparently i stood up in front of all these kids and were like you think that's cool my dad's steve owen <laughs> What a little prick. <laughs> what a little yeah. prick. I mean, damn right. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. You tell them, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. But like, you know, I was really proud of my dad. Like, like, uh, but, uh, you, but know, you guys are best friends, mind. right? You, yeah, we all are. Like, we're so yeah. close. And and that's, again, like, it's always, a, I, whenever I do interviews and things, and people are always saying, oh, do you, do you, you know, do you feel the pressure to be, you know, yeah. as successful as your parents and things like that? It's like, no, like, like. They're doing their thing. They've done their thing. Like, I'm in full acceptance that it's two different worlds. How could I ever? 
How, what what could I do that's going to... I'm not all of a sudden yeah. going to be in a band, get number one record, play Live Aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not with that attitude. Then, yeah. No! But I'm not... But, Stop but, putting but, yourself down. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get JJ, it. JJ, don't ask any questions. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I get it. I think, But I think that's also weak interviewing technique where people are lazy in the, that sense where what happens is they think, okay, um, Romy's going to come and let's ask him about family and things like that. Or when yeah. I, if we go on, oh, what's it like being posh? It's like, oh God, like, okay, things like that. But I, but I suppose you're you're now in a place now where you just you sort of accept it that that's yeah. what's going to happen when you go into these places and get interviewed, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the 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 main thing that my dad has always said is just just don't get into fights. <laughs> <laughs> don't get into fights. Is, that that is, is that the one advice? Yeah, I've and you've never, never had a fight, and you never had a come on. Yeah, I, for sure. But like, I remember like, but my dad always used to tell my dad was like, you know, he's fantastic. Like, you know, he he was. Drove me to football training every Saturday. Drove me to the match every Sunday, you know. And I'd play on a Sunday, and and then when it started getting to the age where I was like sixteen or so, uh, like Were you quite good. I was alright. Like only like like you know Sunday football, but oh, okay. but like I thought it was I thought it was I thought yeah, I was were, academy. I, th- I, was academy, I thought nah. you were leading into nah, nah you nah. know like Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal <laughs> short, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like no, but, but you know <laughs> just just playing it. But but he used to see me getting like fights and arguments and stuff like that, and he was just like. That was the only time that like, I would ever see him like switch. Like my dad like does this thing where he'll switch into like craze anger, and if he ever got into that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> shit. You know, like when you, you know, like when oh, you, don't hit me. Yeah, and it like like it's like don't give me a Chelsea smile. Do you know what I mean? Like really bad. But like it's it literally like so so. But I, did I know he switch? Because you got angry. Yeah, like he didn't like. I remember. I can still remember. Like there always will be one moment where yeah, you yeah. know. I got slapped by my dad, taken into the room, and slapped because I was stealing coins. Yeah, <laughs> I was stealing money. I mean, I mean, I never, I never got hit physically. <laughs> I got physically hit. I got put across the knee and slapped. Wow. Yeah. There always is that one thing that you remember, and I remember I, I put like I was getting in an argument with this kid, and then I remember I went through, like just a tackle. I just went absolutely clattered him. <laughs> Like when he was nowhere near the ball and he was on the floor, he was in a lot of pain. I got up and laughed, right? And and my dad, like when my, when he got in a car, we won the game. I, I was buzzing. Got in the car, my dad absolutely went nuts. Like and then and then yeah, but like it's hard now because I still play football every week and like every week I have people constantly trying to to get that. G, there are you playing? Yeah, I play. Football? I play Monday night football, but I play it with like I, I don't play any. You play it with your mates. Yeah, I only play okay. with mates. I, I I've had that before where we. Yeah. We joined a team. We started playing that like, the league games, you know, the five-a-side yeah. things. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit. Uh, I did the other day. Yeah, a bit hairy. I yeah. did the other day. I had this guy just full on, just stamp, stamp on my foot, being like, "Come on, you're famous." I'm like, and you just have to stand there and go, mm-hmm. "Come on, you're." Famous. <laughs> yeah. What response? <laughs> like, did you okay. say back to them? All right, thanks. Just yeah. you don't have to say anything. Just stares at them, waits for them to respond. Yeah, and start crying. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude, listen, Roman. Uh, uh, that's the end of part one, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, what we like to do is we want to leave a little cliffhanger. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you got like something just off the top of your head? Yeah. No. I, <laughs> well, like... I, I will give you an insight into a Kemp's Christmas this year. Oh right? man, that is. For the whole day, I set my parents and my sister a challenge. Yeah. Because I found out a fact. Okay. Of do you know that one, the word nonce, is an acronym for something, and. My parents had to figure out what it meant. I can't wait. Find, Me- find out. <laughs> he's, not that, he's, not that, he's not that interested. Find out in part two. That's sick. And no one's going to come back. All right, everybody, find out in part two. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. <laughs>